وَمَا أَنَّاتْ مِنَّا فَمْ أَسْ إِلَّا إِكْسَبْتْ لَهُ فَرْهِمْ مَقَامًا A position, a rank that is معلوم, well known. Meaning the angels, what do they say? The angels say that وَمَا مِنَّا إِلَّا لَهُ مَقَامٌ مَعْلُومٌ Over here this ayah is a statement of the angels that is being quoted. And the following verses are also what the angels said. In the previous verses we learned about the false beliefs of many people concerning the angels. For instance, the mushrikeen of Makkah, they used to believe that the angels are females and that they are Allah's daughters. Na'udhu billah. So over here, the real status of the angels is mentioned in the words of the angels. That, وَمَا مِنَّا إِلَّا لَهُ مَقَامٌ مَعْلُومٌ There is none among us, meaning every single one of us, every single angel, except that he has مَقَامٌ مَعْلُومٌ مَقَام from the root letters قَاف وَالْمِيمٌ قَامَ يَقُومُ is to stand and مَقَام is a place of standing or a position, a status, a rank, and a place of standing, a place of sitting, what does that mean? A certain role to play, a certain task to perform. So for each angel is a known station, for each angel is a well-known role and task that he must perform. What does this mean then? The angels, they don't have free will as the human beings do. Rather, their status is that of Allah's servants who are in complete submission. Because each has a status, meaning a position, and according to that position, a role, a work, a task to perform. وَإِنَّا And indeed we, لَنَحْنُ Surely we, الصَّافُونَ Are the ones who line up. Meaning the angels, they also say that we form roles, we line up. Just as it was mentioned at the beginning of the surah, وَالصَّافَاتِ Safa, the angels form roles. Why? In order to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the angels have their fixed positions. None, none of them moves from his position. The angels form roles, perfect roles. None of them moves away from his place in the role. The Prophet ﷺ said, there is not a space of even one foot in the sky of this world, meaning the sky that we see, except that there is an angel over there prostrating or standing. Before who? Before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there is no place except that it is occupied by an angel. And what is that angel doing? Worshipping and glorifying Allah the Exalted. وَإِنَّا And indeed we, لَنَحْنُ Surely we, المُسَبِّحُونَ Are the ones who exalt, who do tasbih. Meaning in their positions, in their maqam, and in their place, in the saf, what do the angels do? Tasbih. Musabbih is one who does tasbih. And what is tasbih? To mention the greatness, the perfection of Allah the Exalted. In a hadith we learned, the Prophet ﷺ, he was once asked as to what speech is the most beloved to Allah. One of the companions asked the Prophet ﷺ that what speech is the most beloved to Allah? And he replied, that which Allah has chosen for His angels. And what is that? Subhanallahi wa bihamdihi. In other versions we learn, Subhana Rabbi wa bihamdihi. So Subhanallahi wa bihamdihi or Subhana Rabbi 
وبحمده سو انا لنحن مسبحون then allah says wa in kanu and indeed they used to who the people who are being addressed over here are basically the mushrikeen their false beliefs are refuted and they are taught about the role of the angels who the angels actually are and then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that indeed they used to meaning the people of makkah they used to la yaqulun surely they would say meaning before they would say what would they say law if anna indeed indana with us meaning if only we had dhikran a message min al awwalin from the first ones meaning from those of the former peoples awwalin refers to the first generations meaning the earlier generations and over here dhikr refers to scripture meaning a book revealed by allah So the mushrikeen would say if only we had a scripture just like the previous people were given just like the people of Musa alayhisalam was given just like Daud alayhisalam was given a scripture if only we also had a scripture then what would we do lakunna surely we would be ibadallah servants of Allah al-mukhlasin the sincere the chosen ones If only we too had a scripture we would be the excellent the most sincere servants of Allah. When is it that the mushrikeen of Makkah would say this? When they would see the conflicts between the people of the book. When they would see that the Yahud Nasara despite having the scripture they were far from the path of guidance and how amongst themselves they had so much animosity and how they had the scripture yet they had abandoned it. So the mushrikeen of Makkah they would say oh we are the unlettered nation we have no scripture we are far better than them now imagine if only we had the scripture how good we would be you see it's very easy to criticize others it's very easy to find faults in other people it's very easy to say if i would be in that position i would be so good if i were given that opportunity i would make the most of it But what happened to these same people the mushrikeen when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did send a message what was their reaction Allah says fakafaru bihi but they disbelieved in it now that Allah has sent a dhikr to them what have they done kufr fasawfa ya'lamun so soon they shall know soon they will know many times we make excuses for ourselves i cannot do this because i am not in such and such position I cannot do this because I do not have such and such opportunity. The fact is that if a person wants to do good, then there is no excuse for him. If they want to do something, they'll make a way. Like they say where there is a will, there is a way. So the moment you find yourself saying, but you know what, since I'm a woman, that's why I can't do this. Since I'm a daughter, since I have children, I can't do this. Don't make those excuses. Don't accept those excuses from yourself. Because If you are going to do it, you would do it where you are. You don't need the circumstances to change. And those who don't do something, they don't ever do it. If you cannot do it now and you're making your situation, your circumstances an excuse, then even if the circumstances change, you're not going to do it. This is similar to how a person says, "You know what? I can't memorize the Quran because I'm so busy. I'm so busy." But then what happens when they get the summer off? What happens when they have no courses? When they have the weekend, when they have the whole March break? Then what happens? 
The fact is that if a person wants to memorize the Qur'an, they will memorize it even on the bus. Right? Even when they have school. They will make a way. So the mushrikeen would say, if only we had a scripture, we would be so good. What happened when the scripture was actually given to them? فَكَفَرُوا بِهِ They denied it. Because if they really wanted to believe in Allah, could they not have believed even when they didn't have the scripture? They could have. Because there were people amongst the Meccans who were upon Tawheed and they were known as the Hunafa. They found a way. Yes. I was wondering and I asked her, do you want to join? She said, yeah, yeah, I want to join, right? So I was thinking how she's going to do that. Today she, I was discussing with her, she said, Mama, now sometimes I go with my jewels in my school. I do it in, in my bus also. Subhanallah, subhanallah, when we want to do, we can do it. Exactly. We can take out the time for our work. Definitely. And I think women are so good at this. Uh, many times women will make their children as an excuse for not doing something. But tell me, when you want to do something, then... Does it matter that your child is hungry or crying or one child is pulling you from here and the other is pulling you from there? You'll still be on your phone. You'll still manage to watch TV. You'll still manage to get dinner on the table. You'll still manage to shop. Isn't it amazing? So the lesson here is don't make excuses. If you want to do something, go do it now. Go do it now. Don't wait. If only. If only such and such would happen. So فَكَفَرُوا بِهِ فَسَوْفَ يَعْلَمُونَ Now they have denied it, very soon they are going to know. What are they going to know? The consequences of their disbelief. In Surah Fatur, Ayah 42, we learn, وَأَقْسَمُوا بِاللَّهِ جَهْدَ أَيْمَانِهِمْ لَإِنْ جَاءَهُمْ نَذِيرٌ لَيَكُونُنَّ أَهْدَى مِنْ إِحْدَى الْأُمَمْ They would swear by Allah their strongest oaths. That if only a prophet would come to them, a warner would come to them, they would be better guided than any nation. And here, if only we had a scripture. Earlier we learned, if only we had a messenger. So now a messenger came, a scripture came, but what was their reaction? Kufr. Walaqad. Allah says, and certainly, sabaqat. It has already proceeded. Sabaqa. When something has gone ahead. So sabaqat. It has already proceeded. Kalimatuna. Our word. Meaning our promise. Which word? Of promise. لِعِبَادِنَا For our servants. Which servants? المرسلين The messengers. Meaning, our word has already preceded for our servants. Which servants? The messengers. Meaning, for the messengers of Allah, Allah has already made a promise. And that promise? سَبَقَتْ It's already been made. Meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already made this promise and He will definitely fulfill it. What is that promise? What is that kalima? Innahum, indeed they, lahum, surely they, al-mansurun, those given nusrah. Meaning those who shall be helped, those who shall be assisted, those who shall be granted victory. Allah has already made this promise to His messengers that they will be helped. They will be granted victory. The Prophet ﷺ is comforted over here. That no matter how much the people deny you, the good end shall be yours. Because you see in this surah, many examples of the previous prophets have been given. That how they were in such difficulty and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helped them. So here the Prophet ﷺ is being comforted. That it doesn't matter how much your people deny you. 
Allah has made a promise to His prophets that He shall give them victory. وَإِنَّ and indeed Jundana, our soldiers. Jund is used for an army, soldiers. لَهُمْ شُولِدَيْ الْغَالِبُونَ Those who overcome. الْغَالِبُونَ Plural of the word غَالِب. And غَالِب is one who has غَلَبَة Meaning the upper hand, dominance. So indeed our soldiers shall be those who overcome. What is the Jund of Allah? Hmm? Okay, and? Allah's servants. Those who believe in Him, those who strive in His way, those who are struggling in His way, who don't leave obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So such servants of Allah shall be given victory. This is a Makki surah. And it's amazing how much the Muslims were being oppressed. They were being oppressed so much that one of them could not even pray publicly. It wasn't even possible. Umar Abdullah someone whom the people feared, now what happened after his Islam? People were attacking him also, physically assaulting him also. Imagine a man like Abu Bakr who was not safe in Makkah. But what does Allah say? Worry not. Because inna jundana lahumul ghalibun. Right now, the future seems very bleak. Right now, the situation seems very, very difficult. It seems as if there's no light at the end of the tunnel. But don't worry. Allah will give victory. Allah will grant you success. In Surah Mujadilah, Ayah 21, Allah says, كَتَبَ اللَّهُ لَأَغْلِبَنَّ أَنَا وَرُسُلِي إِنَّ اللَّهَ قَوِيٌّ عَزِيزٌ Allah has decreed. كَتَبَ What does the word كَتَبَ mean? It's maktub, it's written, meaning it's been decreed. It's a promise that's made. It shall definitely happen. What? That لَأَغْلِبَنَّ أَنَا وَرُسُلِي I and my messengers shall conquer, shall be victorious. إِنَّ اللَّهَ قَوِيٌّ عَزِيزٌ In Surah Ghafir, Ayah 51, we see, إِنَّا لَنَنْصُرُ رُسُلَنَا وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا Certainly we will help our messengers and the believers in the life of this world. So before the hereafter, Allah will help the believers in this world also. So in these verses is great comfort for the Prophet ﷺ. فَتَوَلَّ عَنْهُمْ So turn away from them. Right now, while they oppose you and they hurl their abuses at you, what should you do? فَتَوَلَّ عَنْهُمْ Turn away from them. From who? From the deniers, from the opponents. Until when? حَتَّى حين Until a time. حين What does حين mean? A time period, right? So for some time, ignore them. Turn away from them, meaning don't pay attention to what they say. Don't even bother to find out what they say about you and how they mock at you. Their actions, ignore them completely. anhum. You see, if you've turned away from somebody, can you see them? Can you see them? No. Can you see what they're making, what they're planning? No. If you turn away from them, even if they're talking, you can't fully understand what they're saying. So tawalla anhum, just ignore them. Don't pay attention to them. This doesn't mean do not convey to them. Because the Prophet ﷺ continued to convey. This means that their denial, their mockery, their hurtful words, don't pay attention to that. Meaning, bear their annoyance with patience. And wait. Wait until when? Until Allah's help comes to you. وَأَبْصِرْهُمْ وَأَبْصِرْ From Basara. What does Basara mean? He saw. أَبْصِرْ See. 
Absurhum meaning see them, watch them. Watch who? Watch these people. On the one hand, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling the Prophet ﷺ, turn away from them. And on the other hand, He's telling the Prophet ﷺ, see them. You see, the word absir, it means wait to see what will happen. Wait and see what will happen. فَسَوْفَ يُبْصِرُونَ For soon, they will see. They, meaning these opponents, these deniers, they will see their own consequences. Afa, uh, do, fa, then, bi'adabina, with our punishment, yasta'jilun, they are impatient. Meaning, is it for our punishment that these people are so impatient for? Because they would say in mockery that when is this punishment going to come that you warn us about, that you threaten us with? When is it going to come? Allah says, afa bi'adabina yasta'jilun. Are they being impatient for the punishment to come from Allah? Is this something to be impatient about? It's like when something really good is promised to you. Somebody says to you, tomorrow I have something for you. For instance, if you tell a child at night time, tomorrow I have a chocolate for you. What is that child going to do in the morning? Ask you for it. If they remember, depending on how much they love chocolate, they're going to ask you for it. This happened with us last night. My husband was eating something and my daughter had already brushed her teeth. And so he said to her that don't worry, inshallah tomorrow I'll give you something. This morning, the kids woke up, they came without even saying salam. First thing, we're ready for our chocolate. Like where is the salam, where is the good morning hug, nothing. He's, you know, rushing, being impatient for what? For something that you like, for something that you want. Over here, the mushrikeen are being hasty for what? Adab? It's amazing. They're being impatient for punishment? Allah says, فَإِذَا So when نَزَلَ It will descend. Meaning, when the punishment will descend, where? بِسَاحَتِهِمْ Bi. Over here gives the meaning of in, at. At sahatihim their saha. When the punishment shall land, it shall descend on their saha. Then what will happen? Fasa'a. So how bad? Sabahul munzarin, the morning of those who were warned. Sabah. Sabah from subh, morning. And munzarin, those who have been warned. Meaning how terrible will be the morning of such people. As they will enter the morning and the punishment lands at their saha, then it's all over for them. What does the word saha mean? Saha from the root letter seen yaha. Saha is the court or open area of a house. The court or an open area of a house. Okay. Basically it's an open area among the dwellings of a tribe. Before, when people lived close to each other, very close to each other, it was as if one huge area was populated by a particular tribe or a sub-tribe. So you could say extended family lived in one area. So each had their own house. Okay? So each family had their own house and they were all related. Okay? So in the middle would be an open area. You might have seen this maybe in pictures. There are places even today where an extended family lives all in one place. Okay, Each family has their own 
living quarters, private living quarters or their rooms, and in the middle is an open yard or, or an open space. This is saha. Okay? So فَإِذَا نَزَلَ بِسَاحَتِهِمْ When it's going to land, when the punishment is going to descend in their saha, meaning right in front of their homes, in the middle of their territories, their courtyard, then فَسَاءَ صَبَاحُ الْمُنْزَرِينَ Evil is the morning of those who were warned. When the punishment will come down to the place where they're in, the place where they live, Terrible will be that day because they shall not be able to escape. The Prophet ﷺ is advised again, وَتَوَلَّ عَنْهُمْ And turn away from them. حَتَّى حِينَ For a time. وَأَبْصِرْ And see, meaning wait and watch. Wait and see what's going to happen. فَسَوْفَ يُبْصِرُونَ For they are going to see themselves the consequences of their denial. Now again this is repeated to emphasize the threat over here that is being made to the deniers and also to reassure the Prophet ﷺ. And at the end of the surah, Allah says, Subhana Rabbik, Subhana, exalted. Rabbik is your Lord. Glorified and perfect, exalted is your Lord. Who is your Lord? Rabbil Izzah. The Rabb, the Lord of Izzah. What is Izzah? Might, glory, honor, esteem. Rabbil Izzah, He is the Lord of all Izzah, meaning He is the Lord of all honor. All honor belongs to who? Him. For He alone is worthy of it. He is its giver and He is its taker also. He gives it to whom He wills and He takes it away from whom He wills. Rabbil Izzah. And also, Lord, owner of all might. Amma, meaning Subhana Amma. He is perfect against all that which yasifun they describe. Yasifun from wasf. And what does wasf mean? A description. So he is perfect, glorified above the descriptions that these people give to Allah. Because how is Allah? Allah is the way He has described Himself. And when people come up with their own descriptions of Allah, of God, then all those descriptions, what are they? If they do not conform to what He has given, to the description that He has given, then that description is false. Like the mushrikeen of Makkah, they made it up themselves. God has daughters. Now for daughters, it must be that He must have a spouse. Now who is the spouse? We learned about it in the verses that came earlier. But how they made a connection between Allah and the jinn. So, Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Izzati Amma Yasifoon Perfect and glorified is your Lord. He is the Lord of all power, respect and glory, prestige and honor. And He is far above the false descriptions they give to Him. وَسَلَامٌ And peace عَلَى mursaleen Upon the messengers. Peace upon the messengers. Which messengers? All of the messengers of Allah. In this surah, so many prophets were mentioned. And then we learned... Salamun ala Ilyasin. Salamun ala Ibrahim. So salamun ala al-mursaleen. Peace be upon all of the messengers. Because they spoke the truth. They delivered the truth. Walhamdu and all praise. Lillahi is for Allah. Rabbil alameen, the Lord of the worlds. All praise is for Allah, for He is the exalted. We see that the surah concludes with Alhamdulillah. And we see so many surahs of the Qur'an beginning with Alhamdulillah or ending with Alhamdulillah.
And over here we see a beautiful connection between these three verses. The first verse, Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Izzati Amma Yasifun, it's declaring Allah's perfection against any lie, any false attribute that people come up with about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Secondly, وَسَلَامٌ عَلَى الْمُرْسَلِينَ All the prophets and messengers are praised over here. Dua is being made for them. سَلَامٌ عَلَى الْمُرْسَلِينَ Why? Because they conveyed the truth. And وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ And at the end, and at the beginning always, all praise is for Allah, for He is deserving of it. Let's listen to the recitation of the verses. وَمَا مِنَّا إِلَّا لَهُ مَقَامٌ مَعْلُومٌ وَإِنَّا لَنَحْنُ الصَّافُونَ وَإِنَّا لَنَحْنُ الْمُسَبِّحُونَ وَإِنَّا كانوا لا يقولون لو أن عندنا ذكر من الأولين لكنا عباد الله المخلصين فكفروا به فسوف يعلمون وَلَقَدْ سَبَقَتْ كَلِمَتُنَا لِعِبَادِنَا الْمُرْسَلِينَ إِنَّهُمْ لَهُمُ الْمَنْصُورُونَ وَإِنَّ جُنْدَنَا لَهُمُ الْغَالِبُونَ فَتَوَلَّ عَنْهُمْ حَتَّى حِينَ وَأَبَصِرْهُمْ فَسَوْفَ يُبَصِرُونَ أَفَبِعَذَابِنَا يَسْتَعْجِلُونَ فَإِذَا نَزَلَ بِسَاحَتِهِمْ فَسَاءَ صَبَاحُ الْمُنْذَرِينَ وَتَوَلَّ عَنْهُمْ حَتَّى حِينَ وَأَبْصِرْ فَسَوْفَ يُبْصِرُونَ سُبْحَانَ رَبِّكَ رَبِّ الْعِزَّةِ عَمَّا يَصِفُونَ وَسَلَامٌ عَلَى الْمُرْسَلِينَ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ there is a narration attributed to Ali radiallahu anhu that whoever wants a greater measure of reward on the day of judgment, let him say at the end of any gathering, Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Izzati Amma Yasifun, Wa Salamun Ala Al Mursaleen, Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. So it's a narration that is attributed to Ali radiallahu anhu, but there is a dispute over its authenticity. It's not from the Sunnah to say this at the end of a gathering. Anyway, but definitely these verses are very powerful. You know, in many books of Aqidah, for example, these verses are used. So for instance, in the book Aqidah Wasatiyah, right at the beginning, the author mentions these verses to establish the principles of Aqidah. That on what basis do we form our belief? And we base it on what? On what we learn from the Qur'an and what we learn from the Sunnah. Why? Because Allah is the way He has described Himself. Because who knows best about Allah? 
Allah does. And any lie that people have said about Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Allah distances himself from any lie that people have said about him. And secondly, the second source is the sunnah. Why? Because the prophets of Allah, they only conveyed what they were informed of. They didn't fabricate. And they were most knowing of the wahi. So, and this is the reason why, salamun ala al-mursaleen. Peace be upon the messengers. For they fulfilled their responsibility with amana. So, these verses are definitely very important. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashadu wa la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.